0: Hi guys, welcome to another episode of When the Scriptures Become Real. It's gonna podcast that we learn, where we study, where we grow, we try to become the best versions of ourselves as we can, as we continue to serve our Lord. Again, we're thankful that you guys are here with us with the podcast. Hopefully, you guys had a great week, um, and we will start a new podcast today. And we're looking forward to growing with you in faith today. All right, so today's podcast, um, we're gonna entitle today's podcast. Well, before we get before we get to that. I was supposed to do one on uh, making choices with God, but I'm not done with my uh, interview process for that yet. So we're not going to do that one today, but we will do that one once I'm done. Uh, because what I want to do, I want to make that very practical. Um, and so take some literally real life choices and how we can use that to um, make uh, make decisions with God. So we'll get to that once we get there. Um, but today we'll we'll switch it up and we'll do um we'll entitle this one failure builds character <clears throat> failure builds character all right so as we introduce this i want you all to think about this so <clears throat> many times in life we feel like um we feel like we got to be perfect you ever feel that way before you feel like you got to be perfect for for something or for work or for whatever it is And so sometimes you always feel like you have to do the right thing or always make the right choice or always like you always have to do everything right. But let me let me give you the reality. Sometimes you won't. Actually, most times you won't. Right. Most times you will fail. Most times you'll fail. MJ, Michael Jordan, he said this about about failure. And everybody knows him as a complete monster and a champion. But He said this, I've missed over 9,000 shots in my career. He said, I've lost almost 300 games. 26 times I've been trusted to take the game-winning shot, and I missed. He said, I failed over and over and over again in my life. But he said, that's why I succeed. See, here's the awesome thing. Failure is a part of the process of getting things right. Failure is a part of the process for getting things right. And guess what that applies to or who that applies to as well. It applies to us as Christians too. Sometimes I think we have this aura around us as Christians that we think we always got to make the right choice. We always got to make the right decision. Um, But sometimes based on the moment, based on what happens, sometimes we won't. Sometimes we won't. And so we have to understand that as a Christian, just because we are Christians and we follow the Bible doesn't mean that we're not going to fail. Doesn't mean that we're not going to get things right. Failure for us is the same as as it is for everyone else. Failure for us is a process of getting things right, too. Now, here's the thing about failure. <clears throat> about failure in general, I don't like to fail. I hate it. Right. I hate failing. And what I tend to do, I tend to... uh Whenever I fail in anything, I tend to beat myself up for things that I know I could have done better, right? So in my case, I don't know how it is for you, but for me, when I fail at certain things, after the failure is over, then it's it's kind of insane how clear things really get. But then while you're in the failure, then you you can't really see it, if that makes sense. So the sm- when the smoke clears, right – I can understand um the things that needs to be clear. But while I'm in it, it's hard to, it's hard to get through it sometimes. So sometimes as I as I look back and I look back at things I could have done better, sometimes I sit back and say, Man, Jordan, you're man, why'd you do that, man? Like you should have done it this way. You should have done it that way. You should have done it this way. So throughout life, here's what I'm finding. I'm finding that all my failures are going to be the reason why I am going to exceed. Notice, I didn't say, you know, if I succeed or maybe. I No, I will. No, 100%. I will get it. I will succeed. So all of my failures are going to be the reason why I am going to succeed as a Christian. And I hope you have that same attitude. So what we're going to do today, we're going to look at the life of Peter. Um and And Peter... Um, you know, I remember um, mom asking me a question. She said, "Who did you compare yourself to the Bible in terms with a Bible uh, character?" And I said, "Peter," because Peter was a man who always had good intentions. He always wanted to do what was right, but the mode in which he did it wasn't the right mode to do it. If that makes sense, so that's why Peter failed so much because he had the right intentions, but the way that he did it wasn't necessarily the most, uh, the, the the greatest way to get it done, if that makes sense. So as we look at this, as we look at failure builds character, we're going to look at a couple ways that Peter failed so that we can learn um, how to grow and mature because Peter couldn't be the elder that he was in 1st and 2nd Peter without failing in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, Okay. So we got to understand certain things. So let's let's dive in and and let's look at this topic. So number one, we're going to look at this about Peter. Peter gained trust when he failed. Peter gained trust when he failed. Look at Matthew chapter 14, if you will. Again, if you're new to the podcast, this is what we love to do. You know, we love to open up our Bibles and to see what the Bible says about it, just so we can get a, a deeper understanding of the scripture. All right, so Matthew chapter 14, and again, let's look at this account. This is a very popular account, and we know that this is about uh, when Jesus was walking on water and Peter wanted to walk with him. So if we notice our text in Matthew chapter 14, and and let's go to verse uh, number 26. And when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying, It is a spirit, and they cried out for fear. But straightway Jesus spake unto them, saying, Be of good cheer. It is I. Be not afraid. And Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it be thou, bid me come to thee on the water. And he said, Come. And when Peter was come down out of the ship, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. So when we look at this, remember, what are we talking about? Failure builds character. So Peter, he gained trust. When he failed. So notice how things started off. Peter's faith started off well. Isn't that how it always starts off for us? You know, our faith, you know, things start off well. But then notice after things start off well, what happens? Verse 30 But when he saw that the wind was boisterous, he was afraid. He began to sink and he cried, Lord, save me. See, sometimes we start off real well in our faith, right? Sometimes we start off on fire. Sometimes we start off saying, this is what I want to do. Sometimes we start off saying, well, this is the type of person I want to become. It's all good. But then life hits, right? That's what verse 30 really means. Life hits. Then the wind gets boisterous. Things happen. So then what gets in the background? Your spiritual growth. So then, next thing you know, you grind. All these years doing these other things, next thing you know, you're 40, you're 50, and now you've forgotten about your spiritual growth. See, sometimes when life hits so hard, that's when all of us begin to sink. So then what did Peter say when he began to sink? Verse 30, Lord, save me. Then immediately, verse 31, Jesus stretched forth his hand and caught him and said, O thou of little faith, wherefore didst thou doubt? You see, what Jesus was trying to teach Peter, while life is crazy, while things are going on, I want you to trust me. So, by Peter walking on water, that was a trust walk. Because what did it take for Peter to start walking on water like Jesus? It took faith and trust. So, at the beginning, Jesus or Peter was literally able to walk on water. But the reason why he failed. Yes, the wind was boisterous. Yes, life was happening. But guess what? Guess what began to feign and waver? Trust and faith. Because we know that because Jesus told him, your faith is little. That's why you failed. So here's the thing about our failures. When we fail in our lives, you know, that can actually teach us to trust God just a little bit more. You see, when we fall flat on our faces. Maybe that's God trying to tell us to trust him a little bit more. So when you think about this, guys, if you're taking notes or if you're kind of listening in the car, wherever you are, I want you to think about these three things. So we fall for three reasons, right? Spiritually, physically, whatever it is, there are three reasons why we fall and fail. Number one, we fall and we fail because we thought we could do it by ourselves. We didn't think we needed any help. We thought we were strong enough. I can't tell you how many times I heard that. Oh, I'm I'm strong enough. I'm good. We thought we were strong enough. We thought we were smart enough. We thought our faith was, was strong enough. We thought we had enough. We thought life was good enough. We thought we could do it on our own. And then life hits, verse number 30. The wind starts getting boisterous. Things start happening. We become afraid and then we start sinking. Then number two, another reason why we fall and fail was because we thought we could do it our way. Well, you know what? I know God is important. I understand he should be number one, but you know what? Let me take care of this first. So, so let me do this first. Let me, let me do that first. Let me take care of this first. See, we think we can do things our way and still follow Christ. If we do things our way and still try to follow him, we're not following him. Now you can tell that to yourself to make yourself feel better, but it doesn't mean it's right. We thought we could do it our way. That's why we fall. That's why we fail. And then number three, oh, this is big. This is this is why I I fell, and this is why I I I, I fall. Um, we thought we didn't need help. I can do it. I, I don't need I don't need help. I'm good. I got it. Nope. No, I'm good. We thought we could do it on our own. So sometimes we fall because it's our fault. You know, a lot of times we can blame other things. We can blame other circumstances. It's really if we're being real, if we're being real, it's really us. That's the reason why we fall and fail. And so some people. And again, myself included, some people are really good at hiding it, like everything's all good like everything's exactly how they want it to be. I Bro, when you study the scripture and when you know, you know you can see right through that. Literally, you can see right through it. So you got to understand, look, you need some help. You got to understand you can't do it by yourself. You got to understand you can't do it on your own. You have to understand that in order to trust God, you have to give him full control. You got to give him full control. So Peter here, He started trusting God in the beginning, but then what began to lack? His faith and his trust. So then that's why Jesus told him, oh, thou of little faith. So Peter learned to gain trust when he failed. So you remember, uh, just to give a movie reference, you guys remember, uh, I think it was was it the Dark Knight Rises or the Dark Knight? One of them. But I remember when, when Alfred told Bruce, he said, you know, in that, Alfred, in that Alfred voice, Master Bruce, why do we fall? Why do we fall so we can get back up? See, here's the thing about falling and failing. Sometimes in our lives, we fall and we fail because we really need to see where we're at. You guys understand what I'm saying? Sometimes we fall and we fail. And when we do that, that shows us where we really are, where we need to improve. So falling and failing is actually necessary in life. But here's the thing: no one goes into any project or any spiritual thing expecting to fail. Well, some people do. Let me let me rephrase that. Some people do it go into things expecting to fail. But the right mindset people don't go into things expecting to fail but when it happens they use it so they get back up so the thing about peter was the great thing is jesus stretched forth and jesus helped him so that's the great thing about christianity when we fall christ is right there to lift us right back up so peter number one he learned to gain trust when he failed from matthew chapter 14 so now Peter's getting a little better. So now Peter's trust is, is good. So now number two, let's build on to that. So then number two, not only did Peter gain trust when he failed, but Peter gained strength when he failed. Look at Luke chapter 22. Luke chapter 22. And uh, let's look around verses, verse number 30. So now we're, we're building on to, to Peter's faith here. So, um, yeah, no, verse 31. So Luke chapter 22, verse 31. So now notice what Jesus tells him. So now Peter's learned this trust, right? But now he's still not done with Peter yet. So verse 30, 31, and the Lord said, Simon, Simon, behold, Satan desires to have you that he might sift you as wheat, but I have prayed for thee that what doesn't fail That your faith. So, according to Matthew chapter fourteen, when when Peter sunk in that water, what failed? His faith. So, what lesson did he learn in Matthew fourteen? He learned trust. So now here, what is Jesus trying to get him to get him to learn? Let's keep going. But I pray for thee that your faith doesn't fail, and when you're converted, when you overcome this, strengthen your brethren. See, now here's the thing. Jesus told Peter here in this text. Jesus knew that Peter would sin. Jesus knew that Peter would deny him three times. So think about this for us. Sometimes the reason why we fall and fail, because in our actions and in our choices, we deny Jesus. We might not physically denounce Jesus like Peter did, we might not come to another Christian. We might not come to a non-Christian and say, well, I don't believe in Jesus. We might not say that, but our actions speak just as loud. Okay? So how do we deny Jesus today? Number one, as a Christian, I deny him when I choose the wrong things. Here's, here's something that uh, I read yesterday. Every choice that you make has a consequence every choice. So when you choose to do one thing that has a con- that has a consequence, you choose to do another thing that has its own consequence. So the question becomes, which consequence are you willing to deal with? That's dependent on your choice. So sometimes we choose the wrong things. That's how we deny Jesus. Then number two, we prioritize the wrong things. So, <clears throat> Even Jesus mentioned before, if you put all these things above me, you can't be my disciple. So if other things are prioritized above Jesus, we're denying him. We're doing the same thing Peter did. Then number three, now think about this. We also deny Jesus when we deny the right things. Y'all hear what I'm saying? We deny Jesus when we deny the right things. So what, what does that mean? When we deny the opportunity to study, when we deny the opportunity to grow, when we deny the opportunity of worship, when we deny those things, then we're denying Christ. So even when we choose the wrong thing, we still deny him. And even when we deny the wrong thing, the, when we deny the right things, we still deny him. And so here's the thing, what, what Jesus is trying to teach Peter. Sometimes, and this is unfortunate, but this is kind of just how life is. Sometimes spiritual strength comes from learning from bad choices. You guys hear what I'm saying? Sometimes spiritual strength comes from learning From bad choices. You ever make a choice in life? Um, you ever make a choice in life that you wish you hadn't? Like, man, I probably should have took that opportunity. Man, I probably should have. You ever you ever have one of those choices in life? Maybe we didn't make it because our faith was little at the time. Maybe we didn't make it because we weren't mature. Maybe we didn't make it because we were scared. Maybe we didn't make it because Other people influenced us not to do it because their lives are miserable. Maybe, maybe it was, maybe it was a culmination of all three of those things. But, you know, sometimes we can gain the strength to know what to do after we failed. So what did Jesus tell Peter? Jesus told him that after you get strong, then what do you do? You go strengthen somebody else. So now Peter's life is starting to develop here. Now, what's the common denominator between all this development? Peter is failing every single time. He's not getting it right. He's literally getting it the exact opposite of what Jesus wants him to do. He's literally failing. But as he's failing, what type of mindset does Peter have? He's going to grow from this. So the first time he failed, But you know what? Next time I'm going to trust God more. The second time he failed. But this time I'm a little bit stronger. Now, the third time. So, number one, Peter gained trust when he failed. Two, Peter gained strength when he failed. But then look at number three Peter matured when he failed. See, here's the thing about the failure process, y'all. Everybody, how do I word this correctly? Uh, everyone always tries to forget about failure. So think about that. So there's a lot of ways in which you can fail. I don't have to name them, but you know it. There's a lot of ways we can all fail, right? So here's what most of us have. So think about what people tell us to do. So when we fail in a certain aspect in life, people tell us to get over it real quick. Ah, get another one. Ah, just do this. I just uh, do that real quick. So when you fail, people want you to forget about the failure real quick and just start over again real quick. Just get back up, start over. But here's something that I've been learning over the years through my reading and my own personal life. Everyone always says, nah, just get back up. I nah, just get another one. I just, no. Nah, I'm not with that. I'm not with that. Sometimes when you fail and when I fail, What I like to do, I like to dwell on it for a while. Y'all hear what I'm saying? When I fail, I like to dwell on it for a while. I feel that, I feel the whole thing. Whatever it is, I feel that whole thing. See, uh, Tim Grover, I was watching a, um, I was watching a, I guess you can call it a mind strengthening thing from Tim Grover. And if anyone knows who Tim Grover is, he was Michael Jordan's trainer. And so, basically, Tim Grover was the guy. If you don't know anything about Michael Jordan, there were years where he kept losing to the same team, the, the Detroit Pistons and the Celtics, year after year. I mean, course of five or six years. Michael would, I mean, Jordan would work his, his behind off. He would get so much better, but then he would get so much better to lose in the Eastern Conference Finals year after year after year. I mean, and there was a point where he started crying. He said, I'm tired, man. I'm tired of losing. So then this guy shows up. Tim Grover. And what Tim did, Tim uh helped his mental, but Tim also helped his physical too. And so this is what Tim Grover said about failure. He says, "I don't agree with the concept of when you fail, get back up real quick and get back on the horse." He said, "I don't he said I don't agree with that." He says, "When you fail in life, he says, don't jump right back up." He says, "When you fail, stay down there for a while." feel that i mean feel everything and see that's what we don't want to do why do you think so many people you know date people like socks because guess what we don't want to do we don't want to sit there and feel what hurt why do you think we have so many marriages and then when you don't like it you divorce it and then you get another person because we don't want to sit there and feel that this stuff hurts but Tim says, look, what you got to do, instead of jumping back on the horse real quick, just because you can, just because you have the ability, no, you need to sit there. And you need to feel that. See, so many times when you and I fail, we want to just erase it real quick. Erase it from our memory as quickly as possible and move forward as quickly as possible. I'm not that dude. Other guy, other people can do that. That's fine. But I'm not that dude. I like to sit here and, and really process everything. So think about this for a second. This is a great concept because Peter did this. So remember, what did Jesus tell Peter to do? He said, you will fail. <laughs> Imagine you're Lord. No, you're going to, you will fail. No matter what you do or say, you're going to fail. And not only are you going to fail once, you're going to fail three times. And I know Satan wants you, but I'm going to pray for you that your faith doesn't fail and then he mentions, after your faith doesn't fail, when you do get over this, because you will get over this, he said you're gonna be stronger and you go strengthen somebody else. So now look at what happens here. So after Jesus tells Peter all this, jump down to verse uh uh sixty two. Uh actually no, let's jump up. Let's jump up, y'all. Let's go to uh let's go to verse fifty nine. So then after Jesus or after Peter denied Jesus three times, look at what happens. Verse 59 of chapter 22 of Luke and about the space of one hour, another confidently affirmed and said of a truth, this fellow was with Jesus. He's a Galilean. And Peter said, man, I don't even know what you say. And immediately, right, immediately the rooster crew. But watch what happened in verse 61. Watch this. What's our concept now? What's our concept now? Don't just jump back and get on the horse because you have the ability. You need to to stay down for a while. Watch this, verse 61. And after after Peter denied Jesus three times, the Lord turned and he looked at Peter. Now, let's stop right there. Can you imagine, even though Jesus knew this was going to happen, imagine the extreme disappointment In Jesus's eyes, you said you didn't even know me. Now imagine you're Peter and you're looking right in his eyes. You said you would never do this. You said you would always be there for this man. And you looked him in the eye and you failed him. Imagine how much hurt that must have felt, man. That, That had to have been ridiculous. Watch this. And the Lord turned, and he looked at Peter, and then Peter remembered the word of the Lord, and said, "Before the rooster crows, you will deny me three times." Now, what did Peter do? Well, Lord, I'm sorry. Up, uh, up, le- le- Let's get back up. Oh, uh, well, Lord, you know, uh, well, just let me just get another chance. What did Peter do? And Peter left, and he wept bitterly. What is our whole point here, number three? Peter matured when he failed. You see, maturing is the process of feeling everything. See, we want to feel the good emotions, right? We want to feel that. But when something bad happens, we want to mask it. When something bad happens, we want to replace it. When something bad happens, we want to feel it. Nah, bruh. You need to feel everything. Feel that, man. Junk hurt. Feel it. So what did Peter do? Peter left and Peter cried. You see, in order for us to mature spiritually and physically, we have to see where we went wrong and really take some time to reevaluate. And guess what, guys? This process is not fun. This process hurts. You know you know you gotta get a spot so so the spot for me, I like to go it used to be like a neighborhood a neighborhood to walk around, but since I kind of moved away from that neighborhood for me, it's my back porch at my apartment and what I do, I like to sit out there with i'm I'm gonna start using a bonfire, which is gonna be legit, but I'm gonna have a bonfire out there and then I put the I put lights around the porch and I sit back there with my um what's it called lawn chair, and I sit back. And sometimes you just sit there, just chill out. Just chill out, sit there, listen, just reevaluate. Sometimes you got to sit back and just see how you missed some things. See how you um, could have done things better. See how you could have reevaluated some things. See some things that were in front of you that, I mean, it takes some time. So in order to mature, you got to feel that, man. You really got to feel it. So, Notice the process of what Peter's doing, guys. So when Peter failed the first time, what did he gain? Because he had the right mindset, he gained trust. When Peter failed the second time, he gained strength because he had the right mindset. When Peter failed the third time, he matured because he had the right mindset. Now, here's the fourth thing. Here's the fourth thing that failure can give, and we'll look at this Quickly in first, Peter, failure, if we learn to gain trust, if we learn to gain strength and we learn to mature, here's the final thing failure failure can do. And it's going to sound weird, but y'all hear me out. Just flow with me, okay? Failure can give you confidence. Failure can give you confidence. Well, what do you mean? So I was thinking about this the other day. Uh so I got a friend of mine great Christian guy. I mean, I appreciate this guy more than he knows. You know, he he loves God. Um you know, he does what he can to uh improve himself. I mean, he loves to serve people, he loves to help people to um you know, to evangelize. I mean, he I mean, he's just a great guy, right? Great guy. And at the time, um him and I were kind of living in the same general area. Okay, so we were close. And so at the time, um, my friend, he was seeing this young lady. And there's, you know, and I have nothing bad to say about her, and he has nothing bad to say about her. So but he was seeing this young lady. And so obviously it was natural and and they broke it. They broke up, which is natural, and that's fine. He was okay, she was okay. And so during that time when they broke up, that got him and I to be a little bit closer. So we had opportunities to pray together you know, to like one or two in the morning, sometimes we were literally sitting there to one and two in the morning, figuring out ways to help people, how we, how we can serve people, how him and I can grow. We were going to classes together. I mean, we were just, we spent that time truly, truly like improving and it was great. Um, but again, like I said before, um, you know, people can do what they want to do. So this young lady, um, what she continued to do was you know everywhere um in that general area there was always there was always another guy it was always a free guy always a Faulkner guy always another free guy maybe a local guy this time I mean it just it was kind of like a rotating door right of guys and so uh I saw this and I went to my friend and I said uh hey bro let me highlight you for a second. <laughs> you, you know it's real when you when you have the two fingers and your voice is high. Hey, let, let me highlight you for a second. Let me highlight you for a second, right? So said, let, let let me talk to you. So we went to the corner, and I said, uh, "Bro, look, I know you're not dumb." And I said, "I know you see what's going on." I said, "Bro, are you good?" I said, "Bro, like for real, like are you like are you good?" And he was very chipper with me. Yeah, bro, like I'm straight. Like, bro, I'm good. I said, "Look, dude," I said, "I said you don't have to put on a mask in front of me." You don't have to put on the front. I said, bro, if you need to cry right now, let me know. If you need a prayer with bro, just you need to talk to me. And so then, as I'm trying to console him, he's the one that gave me a hug. I was like, bro, what you doing? Like, I'm trying to, I'm trying to help you out, bro. And so what he told me, he said, Jordan, let me teach you two things. Which by the way, let's stop right there. When someone's going through anything in life, whether it's physical health pains, anything else, spiritual pains if they can still take the time to still teach you while they're hurting they're different that's it that they're cut from a different cloth because what they could be doing they could be wallowing in their sorrows right now but they still are looking for opportunities to teach and help other people those that that's a different breed that's that's different and that's what this guy was so going back he said let me teach you two things he said one what you have to do moving forward with anything in life he said you have to let go of your ego he said because if you don't let go of your ego you're going to constantly compare yourself and why you're not better or why you're this or that he said you got to stop he said you got to let He said you got to let your ego go I said okay I said what's the second thing he said you know why I'm okay I said what like bro that's what I came here to ask you like bro why are you okay and as he's hugging me he said, I know you know me, and he said, don't take this in an arrogant way because that's not where it's coming from. But he looked me in the eye as we were sitting there together, and he said, those guys aren't me. I said, what? <laughs> I said, I said, bro, what? He said, you heard me. I said, those, those guys are not me. And I never really, I mean, I got it. It's simple enough. But as I'm sitting back and as I'm as I was studying through this and kind of driving and, and studying and had some time to myself, I was looking back at that time and it, it, it hit me. I was like, bro, he was right. <laughs> you know, what I'm saying Like he was right because looking back. All these guys remember, what's that Star Wars movie? Uh, Return of the Clones, Attack of the Clones, whatever it was. Remember, you know, they were make, they were making clones of everybody. Looking back, those guys were trying to be him. They were trying to be him, which was crazy. So what what do I mean by that? So this guy that I'm talking about, he naturally loves the word of God. So he naturally wants to get better. No one has to push him, right? So he knows I need to go talk to this older man. He knows I need to go talk to this preacher. He knows I need to go sit in this class. He knows that. So he's doing that for the right reasons. He understands and he loves people. He's not doing it to show off. He's not doing it to get somebody's attention. He's doing it because, hey, this is, this is what I love. I love people. And so I look back and he said, those guys aren't me. And so what these guys were doing, they were doing the same things as him. They were going to class. They were doing all these things. But I realized, how come they never really changed like he did? Because that's not who they are. They were, they, were, they were serving people. They were coming to, to all these other things. But they really wanted to be somewhere else. They were not him. See, that's not who they are at their core. But that's who he is. And he had so much. I said, bro, how do you get that confidence? He said, because I failed. He says, I have so much confidence in myself because God put me through the ringer. He said, I had to gain trust through my failures. He said I had to gain strength. So he took his journey with God in all the places that God had took him. All the things that God was able to do with him in his life gave him the utmost confidence in himself. He realized that through all those trials that God had brought him through, he said, "Bro, I know who I am." He said, "I know. I'm gold." Because he realized that through failure, that gave him the confidence that he had to keep going, which was crazy. And I'm like, bro, how are you able to think that way? And he said, because I had to learn to mature. And he said, you need to as well. I said, bro, thank you. Thank you. I mean, it's amazing advice. So now what's our result? So after Peter gained trust, after Peter gained strength, after Peter matured, after Peter gained confidence, then what's the result? Look at this. Look at First Peter chapter 5, or 1 Peter chapter 1. Here's, here's the result if we do this the right way. Actually, you no, know, uh, 2 Peter chapter 1. 2 Peter chapter 1, um, verses 5 through 7. Now, watch this. This changes everything. Starting in verse 5. Besides this, giving all diligence, Add to your faith virtue, and to virtue knowledge, and to knowledge temperance, to temperance patience, to patience godliness, to godliness brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness charity. So when you think about all this stuff, who didn't have faith at one time? Peter. Who didn't have knowledge at one time? Peter. Who wasn't temperate? Peter, who wasn't patient, Peter. But how did he learn all these things that he just told us to do? By failing. So as we fail, and it's not like we intentionally try to do these things, but we're going to fail naturally. And so as we fail, Peter used it. And if Peter didn't do the right things, he couldn't be the elder that he is in second Peter. Peter was able to do all these things he told us to do. Because he was mature and he learned from his failure and he had confidence in who he was now. So let's think about these secular examples. To tie this in. We talked about Jordan, right? A while ago. Right. So. When you think about Jordan, what is he always associated with? Winning, right? But who wanted to be around him when he was losing? That's crazy, right? So as he kept losing, he kept working and losing, working and losing, working and losing. But to those who are diligent, what did Peter just say? giving all diligence to this failing process. So to those who are diligent with this process of working and losing, one day, those people that keep failing, they're going to stop failing one day. And they're going to start constantly winning. Why is that? Why are they going to keep winning? Because when they failed, they learned to trust. When they fail, they gain strength every time. When they fail, they matured every time. When they fail, they gain confidence every time. Not this fake confidence, but this real internal confidence that nobody can take from you. You see, to those who are diligent with this process, they're going to stop failing and losing one day. One day, they're going to keep winning. Now, today, every company... Every basketball player, who do they want to be associated with? Dude hadn't played basketball in 30 years. But who does everybody want to be associated with? Jordan. So one day, that failure might be somebody that you might want to associate with later. Because one day, that failure that keeps losing will one day become a winner. And Peter, imagine this, y'all. Peter kept losing. Loss after loss after loss. Failure, 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 failure. But then 1st and 2nd Peter, he got it. See, one day something's going to click. And that failure is just going to keep, he's going to keep rising over and over and over. So, you know, as we think about this, I just literally I saw this pop up on YouTube yesterday. Check this out. This is incredible. So there was this guy. He was t- <laughs> it was he was talking to a, uh he was talking to a group of women and like one guy was in the audience, right? <laughs> and so the one guy it was one of those you know like Tony Gaskins or or whatever. It was one of those like motivational things where, you know, people in the audience can get up and ask questions and they ask the person, "What do you think I should do?" So that's what that's what this random video was. So the guy stands up and he's like, you know, he kind of messes around. He's like, wow, I'm the only guy here. This is awkward. Right. So he stands up with the mic. And then the guy friend says, hey, so what's your question? And he said, um, he said, my girlfriend of five years. um, We we split up. And he said, um, he said, I'm happy for her. And he says she started seeing another guy very quickly. And he simply asked this. He said, so as a man, he said, how do I get better? He said, what do you think I should do? And the guy up front who was giving the advice, he said two things. And it matched exactly with what I was studying. He said, when you fail, you have to let go of your ego. (laughs) Doesn't that sound familiar? That's just what my friend said. He said, when you fail, you got to let go of your ego 100%. And then he said this, he said, this version of you will be 100% better than the guy that was in the relationship. It's the only way because he said, you decided to mature. And he said, you decided to feel it. He said, you will get better because you felt your failure. So here's my advice for all of us. Sometimes guys, you're going to work hard and you're not going to get that scholarship. Sometimes you're going to work hard and you're not going to make the basketball team. You're going to you're not going to make whatever team. Sometimes you're going to work hard, you're not going to get the grade that you want. Sometimes you're going to work hard, you're not going to get the job you want. Sometimes you work hard and and things are going to get worse. So when that happens, don't quit. Take time, feel why it didn't work, reevaluate of what you could cuz there's always something you could have done better, right? Reevaluate get up and do it again. If you lose again, reevaluate, feel it, look what you did wrong, do it again. Do it again. So, this is what Peter taught us. Peter kept failing. But as he failed and failed and failed, he got up. Actually, no, he he stayed down. He looked at what he did wrong. He reevaluated. He looked at the situation, he said what he could do better, he got up, and he tried again. But then he failed again. But guess what? He kept with this process. So here's my advice. So I'm, I'm in this category, right? Remember I said in the beginning, I'm compared to Peter. I'm this guy, okay? So to all my other failures out there, I salute you. I salute you. Because one day through all of our spiritual failures that we can't get like Peter through all our physical failures that we can't get one day y'all as we keep failing and as we keep losing over and over and over one day you and I will be so battle tested we will be so seasoned from all of these failures that one day it's gonna click and when it clicks we're going to be on such a a crazy ascension it's going to be insane. But right now we got to keep failing. We got to keep learning. We got to keep going through this process. We got to keep evaluating ourselves. We got to keep um, being battle tested. We got to keep being seasoned. We got to keep uh, the right type of attitude, right? We have to keep doing these things because one day we're going to get it right like Peter did. And through all Peter's failures, then guess what? Now he can teach us how to be diligent, how to have faith, how to have virtue, how to have all these things. So now as we close, think about this. Think about as, as Peter is preaching. Can you imagine if you're trying to give strength to somebody, if you're trying to help somebody's faith, if you're trying to help somebody's trust, can you imagine if you're Peter and you're sitting across the table from somebody And you said to them, you know what? I learned trust. I know where you are. But you know that I I let Jesus down. I failed him. I didn't trust him. I said I didn't know him. I failed him three times. All these things I did. But can you imagine Jesus telling somebody, he still helped me. He still helped me grow. And that's what I'm going to do for you. How amazing is that, right? So failure in our lives, guys, failure builds character. But in order to build that character that you and I need, and again, you're not going to get this overnight because I didn't get it overnight. But you're going to have to learn to not to be afraid to fail. Not saying that you... It's not like you wake up this morning. How can I fail today? (laughs) How can I get it wrong today? No, it's not like you have that type of attitude. But you do have the attitude of, okay, if I do fail today, if I get this wrong today, I'm going to go through this process. And I will. I mean, there's no ifs, ands, and buts about it. I will fail. I will get it wrong. But believe you me, I promise you, I am going to get it right. And trust me, I will. I'm going to get it right. So you got to have that confidence about yourself, too. So as you learn and as you develop and as you go through these things, guys, we're here to help each other. I'm here to help you. And um, I know that you guys are here to help me. So let's continue to uh, to learn through our failures. Let's continue to grow. Let's continue to develop and mature because that's that's what this that's what this is all about. You got to mature, right? And as you grow older, maturity becomes more attractive for you and for other people. So, as you learn to be mature, maturity is attractive to God and to other people. So, learn to be mature. Now, to get there is hard, right? It's hard, but learn to be mature through some things, right? And so, that's what Peter learned. That's what I'm trying to learn. And I hope, hopefully, I can help you learn that too. So, um, thank you guys so much. I appreciate it. Again, I'll be done with this interview process for this other one. So next week, we'll get into um, we'll get into the topic of making choices with God, and we'll use legit real life situations um, to be able to help you. So if you have a legit situation that you feel like you need, um, you know, God's answer, or you want to know how to make this choice with him leave me a message on Facebook, on Instagram. If you have my number, text me, no matter what it is, let me know. And then we'll kind of go through these choices, um, to help us to make these decisions with God. That could be work. That could be whatever it is. Okay. So I really look forward to finishing this interview process and then we'll get to that on Monday. So I appreciate you guys and we'll see you all next week. Thanks.